Hi, this is Emily Ranson from the book Growth Junkies Unite, and you are listening to the Eat Blog Talk podcast. Hey, food bloggers. Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, sponsored by Rank IQ. I am your host, Megan Porta, and you are listening to episode 273. Today, Emily Ranson is going to talk to us about replacing busy with balanced. Emily is the co-owner of Sidemark, an office furniture dealer in the San Francisco Bay Area. Founded in 1984 with the motto, we make work feel good, Sidemark's philosophy is centered on the human experience of thriving in one's work habitat to support the organization's culture, thereby driving results. Emily is now helping other business leaders find success by helping them implement entrepreneurial operating system, EOS, into their businesses. Hey, Emily, thank you so much for joining me today. Super happy to have you here. Yeah, I'm excited to be here and excited to see where the conversation takes us. Yeah, before we start talking about balance, we all want to hear your fun fact. Yeah, so my fun fact is that I am my own reality TV show right now called 48 and Pregnant. (laughs) So yes, it's been a long fertility journey and I'm excited to say that we have a little one coming. And Megan, I know I just let you know this, but it coming early. So we are now going to have a New Year's Day baby. So um, we're we're excited, and um, yeah, it's it's definitely you know the the nice holiday gift that just keeps on giving. Oh well, congratulations! It sounds like it's Thank been you. a long time coming, which yes. oh, that's just so exciting. I got goosebumps just hearing you say that, but. Yeah. Super excited for you. And yeah, New Year's baby. You can't get more exciting than that, right? Kick off right. 2022 on the right foot. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. Yes. Okay. Well, I was telling you a little bit that food bloggers are entrepreneurial in nature and busy. That word busy is such an ingrained part of our lives. I feel like if we let busy take over. I mean, it's so easy to do that. We have so much to do. There's so much going on. A lot of us are trying to be at home with families, kids, spouses, and then, you know, doing double duty with work here at home. It's just, it can get really crazy. Replacing busy with balanced is something that we all want to hear. So thank you for joining us. You know, this is, this is a really popular topic right now because think about it. You know, no one gave us a rule book for this pandemic. You know, we're all winging it here. We're doing the best we can to kind of all rewrite our own scripts as we go. And what's interesting for me is that, um, you know, this is this is um, universal. We're all dealing with it. And so I literally developed a workshop um, that I give to clients called Drop the Ball, Do More of What Matters. Again, drop the ball, do more of what matters. And I know that sounds interesting, but this is uh, from a book by an author, Tiffany Dufu. I highly recommend it. Um, and, and what she, she says is you can achieve more actually by doing less. And I wholly subscribe to that, especially now that I'm an EOS implementer, which is basically taking a, a set of tools and principles and helping business leaders and executives and entrepreneurs run a better business. And so these sets of tools that I'm going to be sharing with your listeners are free. They're, they're literally from EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating um, System. And they're things that I think will really make a difference for every single one of us here. And I use these. And so that's why I'm trying to spread the word to help others get the balance that they deserve. And so, you know, this is really about focus. And finding the right filter 
And so there's, there's, uh, there's, there's so much we can dive into here, Megan. There's so much we can dive into. And I'm just excited to share it with your listeners. Yeah. And I'm really excited to hear about your tools. I have a story with this exact theme, um, achieving more by doing less. The pandemic is what launched me into this. I just got to the point where I was super frazzled. And I was like, wait a second, I haven't left my house in three months. Why am I frazzled? And it was just because I got into that habit of just doing, doing, doing like all the time. I I mean, for many years I did that. So the pandemic is what kind of jolted me out of that and made me realize that there was an issue. And at that point I started doing less and I did like this experiment. It went for three months. I just decided to go all in and commit to three months of doing less. And I did. And guess what happened? I got so much more done. I made so much more money. I had more friends. I had better connection. I mean, only good things came from it. So this is right up my alley. So I'm really eager to hear what you have to say. So tell us about your tools. I want to hear about these. Well, the first is more of a concept. It's a way to get your listeners oriented around how we're spending our time. And it's on a kind of an XY axis. This is not new information. You can Google this and, and find the XY axis. But on the one quadrant going north south is is you know important. And then on the other is urgent. And so if you divide it into four quadrants, it's how we spend our time. And so most of us are spending our time you know, the, the stuff that's not urgent, and not important, that's trivial work. It's, you know, social media, it's things like that. You know, the stuff that is urgent, but not important, I always say is like the, the interruptions. It's the stuff where it's other people's sense of urgency, right? You know, and that's really short term thinking because they're, they're robbing you of your time. Now, sometimes it's legitimate that, we, you know, we have to take that seriously and we've, we've got a dog leg left with our time. Okay, fine. The other one is where it's urgent and important. These are, these are crises. It's pressing problems. It's deadline driven. This is what's causing us so much burnout. This is like the, the you know, instead of us being able to think really strategically about how to solve a root issue, we're just band-aiding. We're literally just trying to kind of get through the day to day. And so, you know, this is the part that I always say, if, if you can think about how to, to minimize what's going on in this quadrant by focusing on the important but not urgent, because this is really where proactive work happens. This is where you're solving issues at the root. This is more strategic. It's more creative thinking. You know, it's really getting uh, out ahead of it. It is human nature that there are going to be things that come up that, you know, we, we just haven't planned for or that we that are unknowable. Um, you know, for, for example, my situation with the, the date moving up, um, you know, from thinking I have five to six weeks to do the final planning to now having less than two. That's it's not controllable. And so that's there are always these things that are going to come up. The situation is that we tend as humans to spin out and knee-jerk react out of, uh, you know, blind emotion. I call it the lizard brain that takes over. Instead of stopping, pausing, you know, this is some some uh, really good emotional intelligence, uh, you know, lessons that you can learn. Just taking a second, breathing, and then coming from a different place 
where you're choosing a different response that is not stress-based, right? It's not lizard brain. You're coming at it and saying, okay, I'm going to think differently about what this is bringing up for me. And so it's really creating that self-awareness when something is coming at you to pause and, and literally kind of question, all right, what's going on? What do I need to do about it? In EOS terminology, we call it compartmentalizing, which basically means instead of eating the elephant and getting overwhelmed and globalizing and throwing a bunch of motion at it and all these kinds of things that we human beings want to do, it's taking a step back and then literally just sit down, put it all on paper, get it out of your head because that's what's making you feel crazy. There's therapy in getting it out of your head and down on paper and then organize it. Start thinking, okay, is this, is this a short-term problem? Is it a long-term problem? You know, all these things that are kind of bugging me and eating at me right now, put them down on paper and start organizing them in a way that puts you in the fulcrum of control that makes it so that, again, it's turning it from being urgent into something that you can then choose to not make urgent or you can, you know, keep it as a hot priority. But the idea is you're getting in control of it. You're getting out in front of it. And so that is that is the pivotal moment that a lot of us humans just don't do. We literally just are lazy and don't do it. And yet it, it's not it's not hard. It's that a lot of times we just act out of emotion, this raw you know, knee jerk reaction emotion. So some of these tools that I'm going to be talking about today can be those things that help pull you, you know, into feeling like you're in control again. You know, it's like the hamster on the treadmill and you don't even know why you're, why you're on the darn treadmill. So, you know, happy to dive into the next one or pause here if you've got more questions for me. That was all so great and profound. And it's like you said, it's not that hard. It's just taking a step back and just like intentionally choosing, you said that word a handful of times, just making the choice to do this. Like if you know you need a change in your life, it's as simple as that. Like you need to decide that you're going to do this and then that will allow self-awareness in. Yeah. So many times we as humans kind of play this victim card and we like, we like to, to say we're so busy, you know, that there's like, it's almost like our culture has rewarded us into thinking that by saying we're all so busy, that it's like we get a merit badge. And yet, you know, when I hear that word, I start to wonder if, you know, if there's something else underlying that, you know, and I don't doubt that we have a lot on our plates. I'm not saying that. But I'm also saying that you have the capability within you, if you can do some of this work that I'm, I'm talking about with, with your listeners today, to, to, to get out ahead of it and to not have it own you. And the feeling of busy will shift like you had that shift, Megan. It was like, you know, you, you, you still had things going on. The difference was that you felt delighted by them instead of owned and controlled by them. And that's what I want for everyone here. Oh my gosh, that is good. Okay, I had to write that down. <laughs> that was that was so well said and that's exactly what I felt. And then once you find that magic of it, like once you're in it and the magic starts unfolding, it's kind of addicting. It's like, whoa, this feels really good and this feels right. And then when you go back to your old habits, your old ways, 
it feels really wrong. I just had that moment this morning. I got out of bed. I normally don't look at my phone right away. I have like a certain time when I can get on Instagram. And for some reason, I clicked over to Instagram just out of like some old habit. And it, and then I started replying to somebody and I was like, oh, like everything inside of me just felt wrong. So I put my phone down. So it does come back occasionally and you have to write yourself again, but I know exactly what you're saying. Okay, then you're going to love this next tool. It's called Delegate and Elevate. And this is actually a Dan Sullivan term from Strategic Coach, if any of your listeners are familiar with that work. Um, So this is something that I use when I'm working with my clients, teaching them about EOS, the, the entrepreneurial operating system. And the tool, again, is called Delegate and Elevate, and I'm happy to send it to your listeners for free. And it's it's literally a simple, simple, yet so effective tool now, um, a lot of us are solopreneurs, and I get that. And yet, there's there's so much help out there that you can get, whether it's TaskRabbit or Thumbtack to hire out, you know, small tasks. If it's getting a virtual assistant, uh, you know, someone that can do some of the administrative stuff. So you've got to think expansively about how your time is best served, and don't do the tasks that are costing you money, right? Do the tasks that make you money. So this t- tool is going to help you identify that. It's also going to help you from, from Dan Sullivan. He says, this is about what you love to do and are best at, because this is going to get you to your unique ability. And so picture it again. This is a piece of paper where you've got an, a, a horizontal line and a vertical line dividing up the piece of paper. And so we're back into four quadrants again. And above the horizontal line is really where we want to live because those two quadrants are the love and what you're great at. So it's what you love to do and are great at in the top left quadrant, what you like and are good at in the top right quadrant. Then everything south of that is what we've got to offload because the bottom left quadrant is the don't like good. And I I always say to my my entrepreneurs and, and leadership teams, that's where you go to die because, you know. This is the stuff that unfortunately sucks you in because you're good at it. So you're stuck doing it and you don't feel like you have anyone that you can delegate it to, but it drains your energy. And then of course, if you're not good at it and you don't like it, which is the bottom right quadrant, we definitely need to offload that because you're, you're horrible at it and you're probably <laughs> sabotaging your business, right? But this is going to help you identify how to get more energy. It's like Megan, when you said that you had that shift, Part of it probably was that you were doing more of what you love. And so when we find ourselves in that space of, of giving ourselves energy rather than withdrawing, it's it's Stephen Covey's emotional bank account, you know, of, of deposits and withdrawals, then you are truly going to get to this nexus of being able to, to thrive again and not feel trapped by that busy feeling. Let's take a really quick break to talk about a service I'm really excited to share with you. As a food blogger, you've got so much on your plate. You are busy developing recipes, taking photos, writing posts, managing social media, and all of the other things. You work hard to help your readers live a more delicious life. Even though you enjoy working in your business, I think we all do it because we love it, your to-do list is probably a mile long. You know what I'm talking about. And maybe there are certain things you'd 
you'd rather not deal with, such as writing. If writing is not your cup of tea, you do not have to go it alone. Heather Eberly is a content writer for food brands. She uses copywriting and marketing techniques to grow your business so you can focus on doing the things you love. If you want to gain Google traction, stand out from the crowd, and take your income to the next level, Heather can help you. Go to eatblogtalk.com forward slash resources to get more information about Heather's services. And as a bonus for eBlog Talk listeners, all projects booked during January 2022 will receive a 20% discount. Again, go to eblogtalk.com forward slash resources and click on Heather's link. Mention that Megan sent you to receive your discount. And now let's get back to the episode. So that's one of the tools. The other tool is a, a, a personal plan and you can use any kind of planning tool. The one that I use is from EOS and it's adopted from the, the business side to, to then shifting it to a personal plan. So we use this with leadership teams to help them get on the same page about where they're going and how they're going to get there when they're running their business, right? And then what we do is we offer it as a personal plan if they want to kind of take this down to the ground on a very personal level and achieve more in their, their lives, not just their business. You know, it's some of the same concepts that are ported over to this this personal plan we call the Vision Traction Organizer. And it's a two-page document, two-page strategic planning document that takes it kind of from the 50,000-foot level. And then as you answer the simple set of eight questions about who you are, what you want out of your life, where you're going, and then designing how you're going to get there – it just lights up. The, the crazy thing about it is that when you do this kind of work and you get it down on paper, it's almost like you have to effort less. I call it getting in the flow of life. And if, you, if you're if you not familiar with that, there's a great TED Talk by Mihaly, and I'm going to ruin his last name, but he's absolutely brilliant. Um, I highly recommend it. You can look up Mihaly, and then you can look up flow, flow state, or get in the flow. And it's truly, again, kind of this nexus of what you love to do in our best app because it feeds your energy. So you're paddling down the stream of life and you're just letting it take you and flowing with it. But you're also doing it by design, right? We know where there's boulders in the stream and we're navigating around those. We're also keeping our antenna up so that as opportunities come our way, we're delighted And we can kind of meander down this river. What I find is so many of us are paddling upstream in life. You know, we feel like that, that poor butterfly that is pulling the the boulder uphill. And so the idea here is if you'll use these tools that I'm sharing with you, this will help you get into that stream of life. I, I jokingly call it the EOS God smiling down on you because some of this stuff just starts to unlock and happen in ways I can't even describe. And it happens without you efforting. That sounds amazing. I'm excited to check out your tools. Um, and thank you for offering those. That's such a generous offer. Yeah, because flowing by design, I wrote that down. I love that. So not just flowing, but doing it in a thoughtful way that yes. is going to benefit you. Some of my best opportunities in life have come when I haven't even recognized that that I either wanted or needed them. So for example... Uh, getting into a leadership opportunity of running a business, I had primed myself, I had studied, I had 
you know, taken some leadership classes. I, I knew that there was something there for me, but I couldn't have scripted it, you know? And then when literally an executive tapped me on the shoulder and said, Hey, I'd like you to run my branch business. It was like the perfect time, the perfect thing. And it, it was like the example of being in the flow of life and having your antenna up for those opportunities. The second is my book. I never planned on writing a book in my life. It was, it was, it, I had no desire. In fact, my mom has been writing a book for well over a decade and it, it, her, her experiences turned me off from writing a book so much that I was like, oh my gosh, absolutely not. But then when I had a, a colleague who's also in the, the coaching advising space share the, the publisher that she was working with and the format, it was like, it lit up for me that this is exactly what I needed when I needed it. I actually needed some some inspiration for myself. I was going through, you know, these fertility issues. I was going through changes in my business. And, you know, it was a time where I needed something to kind of reinvigorate what I call my growth journey, because I feel like we're, we're either at one end or the other end of, of the stick. You're either growing or dying. And frankly, I'd rather be at the growth end of that stick. And so for me, this book was was so cathartic. It was meant to kind of pull me out of what we all go through, which is a period of evolution and revolution where, where we feel stuck or we, we're not sure, you know, this, this uncertainty feeling of, of like, okay, what do I want next? Or how do I figure this out? And so it was almost like, you know, the book wrote itself in a, in a matter of less than three months, it just poured out of me. And it was really kind of like this, this gift to humanity of, Hey, I've been there. And here are some nuggets that are helping me pull out of it because it's it's the downward spiral. This stuff will suck you in. It will absolutely drag you down and suck you in. And so this was what I needed to kind of provide my own catalyst to get myself out of it. And so these are just, I call it like the reader's digest of all the different you know books that are out there and source material. In fact, my, my toolkit that goes along with the book of all my source materials free and I highly recommend it because it's got like my top 10 TED Talks and all kinds of nuggets in there. But, you know, it, the, the cool part about it is that it's it's really something you can get through very fast. I mean, I'm, I'm a soundbite person. I live by like bullet points and, and, you know, I don't enjoy the books where it's like, you know, after 50,000 words, they could have written it in a few paragraphs and I would have been good. So this is really meaty stuff. And you can sit down with it and pull some nuggets in a few minutes in between meetings. Uh, and it's it's literally like the size of a CD jewel case. So it's it's meant to be uh, for those of us that that are busy and and are living in this fast paced, unwritten script pandemic world. And there's just nuggets in there that um, I think your listeners will thrive on. So yeah, and I'm going to be offering the VIP code. For oh, your awesome! Well. Thank there you. you That's amazing. Yeah. So you kind of talked about like the, your tools all of the yes. resources that you've mentioned will help people know where to start, correct? So yes, if somebody right. listening is like, okay, I need more balance. I have no idea where to start. Your tools will be their guide. That's right. These are catalyst things that can get them thinking differently. And that's sometimes exactly what we need. We, we feel stuck because you know we're applying old thinking, old limiting beliefs, old ways of working. And these are things that can help unlock a, a new way ahead. Yeah, that's yes. Sign me up. <laughs> are there any other tools or did you run through all of those? You know, those are the three, three primary. I do have more. And what I would tell your listeners is if they want to reach out, 
you know, a lot of times I try not to be overly prescriptive, you know, with, with, um, you know, someone's situation. Um, but I have another tool called getting more of what you want, you know, those sorts of things. So, so yes. And, um, for your listeners, you know, there's, there's not only the ones that I've been describing, I am offering a free 90 minute meeting about how to, um, leverage EOS uh, in your business. So this is about running a better business and it's, it's about execution. So for your, your, the food bloggers that are listening and if they're solopreneurs, these are the kinds of tools that will help them put them back in control of their, their business. Um, So free, free workshop, free 90 minute meeting for that. Uh, Also the VIP code, which is growthjunkiesunite.com backslash VIP and then the free toolkit that comes along with that. And then obviously if they reach out to me over, you know, email or social, then, you know, I'm happy to email them the delegate and elevate tool, the vision traction organizer tool, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, lots, lots here, lots to offer. Oh here. my gosh. Yeah. That's all such gener- generous stuff to offer. So thank you for all of that. I do have a question about teams so we can kind of get a handle on ourselves and how much we do. And then we can pinpoint those things that we want to outsource. So how do we get more out of our teams if we need, if they need more discipline or accountability or anything like that? Yeah, thank you. Because, you know, uh, uh, maybe some of your food bloggers do have teams they're working with. And so this is really important, you know, if you have, uh, you know, people that you're depending on for your business, how do you get more out of them performance wise? And also, how do you make it easier? And the biggest thing here is, you know, a lot of times when we talk about accountability, we think we can hold people accountable. It's actually a misnomer. People have to want to be held accountable. They have to want it. And so the first thing that I love about the Vision Traction Organizer tool is that it helps people get really clear on their core values, which are the essential set of kind of guiding principles that help us define how we want to behave, how we want to behave together. And so that's the first step is figuring out for your team, how do we want to treat each other? What's important to us? Who are we? You know, and, and, and define that. And then from there, it's also making sure that you're giving them, it's like great leadership is creating an opening. It's giving people the chance to, um, you know, nature, nature pours a vacuum. And so people will fill it. If you cast a vision and you say, this is where we're going and this is how we're going to get there. And I need you all to be a part of it. They will rise to that occasion. We, a lot of times as managers think that we have to tell them. And there is a little bit of clarity of expectations for sure. You know, you've got to make sure that you're being crystal clear. You know, we, we sometimes think we're, we're singing a symphony when actually, you know, the, the person on the other end is hearing a rap. And, and so we've got to make sure that we're checking back that they're hearing us, you know, that we're on the same page. And so, you know, a lot of that gets to making sure we're not making assumptions and, and you know, providing really crystal clear communication. Um, but what I'm talking about is more the leadership of helping people see themselves and, and where they're going with you, being a part of that journey together. And so when you do that, it's... It's Daniel Pink's book, Drive. If you're not familiar with this, it's, it's so good. He says, 
you don't need to more throw more money at people. It's really what people want are three things, autonomy, mastery, and purpose, autonomy, mastery, and purpose. And so when you think about that, some of these tools from EOS will help you get more out of your people because you're giving them the opportunity to own their career, own their journey. And it's things like giving them what we call priorities uh, that we call rocks. It's a Stephen Covey term about getting more done in your business. And then, you know, giving them what we call a scorecard measurable, you know, something where they can know that week in and week out that they are on track with keeping the health of the business moving forward. And so when you set the table with tools like this, it allows people to hold themselves accountable, right? It, it invites them to take ownership, to be empowered. And that's the dynamic shift we want to see because then we have to effort less. This is where we get out of feeling so busy when, when we're feeling like the business is running us. So many times it's because we haven't, we feel like we just need to do everything and solve everything and then it's all on us. Whereas if you'll set the table and give people what they need to hold themselves accountable, I promise you will get higher performance out of them. And it'll be easier for you. (laughs) It'll be a lot off your plate. That's right. That's right. You totally get it. It seems like such an easy equation, but to put it into action, it seems a little bit overwhelming. So I'm hoping that the tools that you've offered will help people kind of gain some clarity and some focus and maybe figure out what to outsource. And I loved all that you talked through about great leadership because, yeah, we often think like, well, I just need to pay them more and then that will take care of it. But that's not the case. Well, we're going through this phase right now of the the great resignation. I'm sure your listeners have heard about this. So there's really high turnover, high change, right? And so during a period like this where we all need to learn to be adaptable, our nature is to fight it. And if you fight it, you will go the way of the dinosaur. It's it's grow or die, evolve or or, and change or, or literally you go the way of the dinosaur. And so, you know, if you will look at these tools to help you do that, then again, you will feel like you're out in front of it, that you're in control of it. And that's that's really the the difference between the feeling of busy and the feeling like, yeah, I got this. And yes, we do have to adapt, right? Like things are changing right now. We can feel it. I can feel it in the air. Everything is just different. Yes. And every day brings something new. Well, there's. They say it. That's like our, our new normal, you know, this is our new normal. There's a book called Who Moved My Cheese? And it's really around this whole concept that we're talking about, that there's there's people out there that that take this victim route because they, you know, they don't realize that things have changed and they want things to just stay the same. And it's like, well, you know, that's just not, that's not nature. That's, you're going against the forces of nature. And so for anyone that feels that kind of, um, thinking, go pick up that book, Who Moved My Cheese? Oh, that's like an old classic, right? I remember that one being around mm-hmm. long ago. Mm-hmm. I think in, when I was working in the corporate world, I had a boss who recommended we read it. And I don't remember much about it, but I should probably revisit that. It's a quick one. The other book I recommend is Mel Robbins' Five Second Rule. If you're not familiar, you can Google that too. It's a great concept because again, we as humans allow our lizard brain to talk us out of these amazing impulses that we get. 
And what she says is you've got to do it in five seconds or less. Literally, when you get that impulse in five seconds or less, take the first action. And what she says is that you will be inspired and you will be delighted by what you see. It's usually what happens is we talk ourselves out of it, out of that place of fear, right? And so those are two book recommendations for your listeners that are, you know, you can literally just Google the concepts and in, you know, five minutes or less really get what I'm talking about. Yes. Well, thank you, Emily. Oh my gosh, this has been great. I, again, we can all use this advice to go from busy to more balanced, especially going into a new year when we can kind of refresh and restart and gain some clarity on some things that we want to accomplish. Perfect. And clarity about things we want to say no to. That's one of the things I do often too. That's right. It is about filtering, you know, filtering and focus and learning what to say no to. And that's why I call the workshop drop the ball. Because again, say no to the right things. And how you know what to say no to are these filters with the delegate and elevate tool and with the vision traction organizer strategic planning tool. Those help you know what to say no to. So I'm so glad you brought that up. Yes. Well, everyone go check that out. Uh, We will put together a show notes page for you, Emily, with everything that we've talked about. So everyone, you can go find that at eatblogtalk.com forward slash growth junkies unite. So before you go, Emily, do you have a favorite quote or words of inspiration to share with food bloggers? Uh, You know, I think that really the one that comes to mind because of our conversation is drop the ball. And I love that phrase because it's so counterintuitive to what we normally would think, right? You know, we've got to keep all the balls juggling in the air. And and what this whole conversation is about today is drop the ball. There's magic in dropping the ball. <laughs> I've seen it. Yes. That's such a great way to end. And it just kind of um, summarizes everything we've talked about, like you said. So perfect. Drop the ball. I mentioned your show notes. So why don't you share with everyone again? I know you already did this a little bit ago, but where can everyone find you online? Sure. Uh, social media and all of that. Yep. So I'm highly Googleable. <laughs> I'm going to spell my name, um, Emily, E-M-I-L-Y, and then Ranson, R-A-N-S-O-N-E. And those are both N as in Nancy. So you can find me on LinkedIn and Instagram and all those things. I have a business website that's tractionforgrowth.com, tractionforgrowth.com. And then you can also email me personally. So um, E as in Emily, F as in Frank, and then Ranson at gmail.com, EFRanson at gmail.com. So if you're interested in the VIP code for the book, I'll mention it one more time. It's growthjunkiesunite.com backslash VIP. And again, free toolkit, lots, lots of freebies we talked about today, lots and lots. So just reach out and tell me what you need. Tons of free resources. So thank you again for all of that. And everyone go dig into it and wishing you just all a super balanced new year. So thank you again, Emily, for being here. And thank you for listening today, food bloggers. I will see you in the next episode. We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to eatblogtalk.com. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll be here to feed you on Eat Blog Talk.